NCAA Tournament Day is finally here for Northwestern. They get to take on Boise State. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody and welcome. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Carter Bird, and thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. We really appreciate it. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. And we're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there. Uh, And wherever you're listening, make sure you are subscribed and you turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. This episode is brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. All right, let's jump into it. We know that Northwestern has Boise State later today in Sacramento at the Golden One Center in the round of 64 in the first round of the NCAA tournament for the 2023 uh, tournament. I'm really excited about it. That game tips off at 635 uh, Central Time on True TV. Uh, When you look at these two teams, we know that Northwestern is the seven seed. Boise State is the 10 seed. Um, Boise State coming out of the Mountain West. Northwestern coming out of the Big Ten. Uh, Overall record, we know this Northwestern team is 21 and 11. Boise State is 24 and 9. In their conference, uh, Northwestern is is 12 and 8. Boise State is 13-5. and I had those flipped on the sheet there for a second. Uh, At the conference finish, we know Northwestern finished second in the Big Ten. We know Boise State finished third. Uh, Then if you look at kind of to give you a picture of what that really means, you look at the Ken Palm Conference Power Ratings. uh, Out of 32 conferences, the Mountain West is the sixth best conference. The Big Ten is the second best conference. Mountain West is actually ahead of the uh, ACC this year, uh, but very interesting to see that. Speaking of Kim Palm, Kim Palm kind of likes this uh, Boise State team uh, in this matchup because they are ranked 32nd uh, in Kim Palm to Northwestern's 41st. The projection for Kim Palm is a 64-63 win over Northwestern uh, today. Um, but when you look at offensive adjusted efficiency, uh, Boise State's not, neither of these teams are uh, really elite. Boise State is 79th. They are better than Northwestern. Uh, offensively, Northwestern is 110th. Uh, defensive adjusted efficiency, that's where Northwestern has a slight edge. They're the 14th best defense uh, in the country. This Boise State team is 18th. Uh, When you look at the net rankings, Northwestern is 41st again. Um, Boise State is 
ninth. So they are, again, ahead of this Northwestern team in that metric. When you look at these two teams, on because I'm including road and neutral records um, here because it's away from your home court, and I think that's important. Northwestern on the road has the advantage at 7-4 and four overall. Boise State is 6-6. Six and six. This is a closer game for Boise State being out in Idaho as opposed to uh, Evanston. Um, but I do, both teams are on the road. It is a neutral site game of which Boise State is 4-2 and two this year. Uh, Northwestern is 1-2 and two in those games. So if you look at the road and neutral games combined into one record, Boise State is 10-8 and eight this year. Northwestern is 8-6. and six. In quad one this year, Boise State played eight of those games going three and five. This would be considered a quad one game. Uh, neutral site out in Sacramento. Uh, Northwestern is seven and six in those games. Quad two, uh, Boise State is nine and two. Northwestern is four and five. Quad three, uh, Boise State is six and two. Northwestern is one and zero. Oh. And quad four, Boise State is five and zero. Oh. Northwestern is nine and zero. Oh. Uh, notable wins for Boise State. You look at an early season win over Texas A&M, uh, who turned out to be a really good team in the SEC and a seven seed in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Utah State, a ten seed, uh, in this match, they're matched up with um, with Missouri out of the SEC, um, an- another Mountain West team. Nevada, uh, they're on the list. Uh, that Nevada team just got. Uh, blown out by Arizona State uh, in the first four earlier tonight, and San Diego State, uh, a a five-seed in the NCAA tournament. For Northwestern, uh, Illinois, uh, a team that has made a nine-seed in the NCAA tournament. Michigan State, uh, a a seven-seed, I do believe. Uh, Indiana, twice a four-seed there. Purdue, a one seed, and Iowa, an eight seed uh, in this tournament. Bad losses. Uh, Boise State had some loss, had a loss to South Dakota State uh, and Charlotte. Um, Northwestern really didn't have a bad loss. Uh, I mean, you look at Kimpom, I think the worst loss on the schedule was to Pitt, who's still playing in the um, NCAA tournament, who just beat Mississippi State, who advanced out of the first four. You look at the strengths of these teams. Uh, this Boise State team does a pretty good job on the defensive glass, uh, getting rebounds, keeping opponents off the the offensive glass. Their three point defense is rather good as well. Uh, for Northwestern, they protect the basketball on offense. Uh, that's something they've gotten so much better at over the course of this year, and they're one of the better teams in the country at that. They also turn over other teams. They force turnovers on the defensive end. Um, that's key in some of these matchups with the way that they pressure you on defense. Uh, they block some shots. They block a decent amount of shots, and they have really good two-point uh, defense inside the arc. Um, some weaknesses uh, for these teams, really for Boise State, you look at it, and they struggle to get steals on defense. Um, so against a Northwestern team that already doesn't turn over a lot, I expect that to be – um, significant in this matchup uh, for Northwestern. They don't shoot the ball well. None of the shooting stats are that good. Two-point uh, field goal percentage, three-point field goal percentage, effective field goal percentage. They're all not great, uh, but they make up for it with their defense. Um, and they get some shots blocked, which plays into, um, I guess, these 
these bad field goal percentages because those uh, count against them as well. Uh, record versus top 25 teams between these two. Uh, Boise State is 1-1. One and one. Uh, Northwestern is 4-1. and one. Um, So that's something to keep an eye on. Northwestern's a little more battle-tested in games like this with the 13 quad one games to Boise State's 8 and the 4-1 and one record against the top 25 to Boise State's 1-1 uh, one one record. Um, opposing points per game. Boise State allows 64.3 points per game. Northwestern allows 62 and a half points per game, uh, points per game for each team. Um, Northwestern, 67.7 points per game. So they 5.2 points per game more uh, than their opponents. Uh, they had a couple of blowout losses that I think ballooned that number up a little bit. Uh, Boise State, uh, 72.3 uh, points per game eight points more than their opponents um, in over the course of this season. So that's kind of just a um, how some of the numbers look. In a second here, we're going to take a look at this Boise State. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Team, but first we got to talk about our friends at FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Also, um, we want to thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. Uh, but grab your bracket and go listen to Locked On College to the Locked On College Basketball Bracket Breakdown uh, with national analysis and, and insights from our local experts. The Locked On College Basketball Breakdown uh, Bracket Breakdown has everything you need to know to make the most informed decisions on your bracket. Find the episode on the Locked On College Basketball, uh, where I guess wherever you get that, uh, wherever you get your podcast, and on YouTube. Just search Locked On College Basketball, and you can find it there. Um, let's dive into this Boise State team. First thing you notice when you look at the stats, uh, this Boise State team has four players um, averaging double figures on the year, uh, Tyson Degenhart, uh, sophomore, 6'7", 232-pound Ford, uh, averages 
three uh, points per game, 5.4 rebounds, uh, 1.8 assists, half a steal, 0.4 blocks, 1.3 turnovers per game. He shoots 53.7% from the field, 63.7% from two, 33, excuse me, 33.3% from three and 70.9% from the free throw line. Next, you have Max Rice, a six foot five, 194 pound guard, a senior, 13.9 points per game, 4.6 rebounds, 1.7 assists, one steal. Uh, doesn't really block shots, 0.1 blocks per game, uh, 1.6 turnovers per game. He shoots 44% from the field, 46.2% from uh, inside the arc, but he is a really good three-point shooter, shooting 41.5% from deep. He's also a great free-throw shooter, shooting 85.3% at the free-throw line. Next, you have Chibuzo Agbo, uh, six foot seven, two hundred fifteen pound uh, guard, a junior, eleven and a half points per game, four point seven rebounds, 0.8 assists, 0.8 steals, uh, 0.2 blocks, one point six turnovers, thirty nine point eight percent from the field, thirty eight point seven percent from inside the arc. Another good three point shooter at forty point eight percent from deep. And another good free throw shooter at 81.3% from the free throw line. Uh, next up, Marcus Shaver, a senior guard, six foot two, 185 pounds, 13 and a half points per game, 6.1 rebounds, 3.8 assists uh, as he leads the way in the assist category for this team. 0.3 blocks per game, 2.2 assist uh, turnovers per game, rather. Um so he's a 1.6 steal guy, 0.3 blocks, 2.2 turnovers, um, 37.8% from the field, 43% from inside the arc. Not a great three-point shooter at just 27.4% from deep uh, and a 74.1% free throw shooter. Next, you have Najee Smith, a senior, six foot seven, 201-pound forward, uh, to 10.1 points per game, 5.5 rebounds per game. 1.3 assists, 0.7 steals, one block, and 1.6 turnovers. 52.1% uh, from the field, 57.2% from inside the arc. Pretty good three-point shooter at 38.1%, but not a great free throw shooter at 68.8% from the free throw line. They're not a huge team when you look at them. <coughs> Uh, three three guys in the main rotation, though, at 6-7. Um, so they do have, I guess, three guys with decent size, uh, but nobody that really uh, download that really scares you all that much. Their big man is Lucas Milner, uh, the six foot 10 225-pound center. He only plays about 16 minutes per game, so he plays less than half of the game. Um, a huge drop-off in production after the first five guys. Um, the the point production, the next guy averages 3.2 points. Um, the, the highest rebounder is, uh, after that first five, is Lucas Milner at 2.8 rebounds. Uh, so about um, 1. 1.6, 1.8 uh, behind the top five guys on this team. So when I look at that, I wonder, can Matthew Nicholson have a big game?
and Titus Verhoeven, uh, who two guys who will be have a significant size advantage in this game. Can they have big games? This is a pretty good three-point shooting team. Um, can Northwestern guard the, the three-point line some? Uh, can they attack the glass? Can they out-physical this team? That's a question that I have. Can Chase Audige control Tyson Degenhart? That's going to be something I'm going to be watching for in this matchup. Uh, in just a second, we're going to take a look, look at the line, the rest of the region, and some other games taking place tomorrow. But first, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. For, for your second listen, check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so when you look at the line, those lines are brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Northwestern is a one-and-a-half-point favorite in this game, over-under of 127-and-a-half. Um, I like Northwestern's physicality in this game. Uh, I think that Northwestern, I think, has the the guys on defense to control some of these um, shooters, some of these guys on this Boise State team. Boise State's not an elite shooting team. They do shoot pretty well from three, um, but they're not like – this isn't Penn State. This isn't a team that's averaging um, – that's like one of the top 10 three-point shooting teams in the country. Um, they're not an overly huge team as a result, uh, as we talked about earlier. Earlier, um, I love in this matchup, I love the idea of Boo Booey and Brooks uh, Barnheiser having big games uh, in this one. I think it's a big opportunity for Matthew Nicholson to have a very big day. So as a result, I'm going to take Northwestern minus one and a half. The line has moved in Northwestern's favor, I think, <coughs> a decent amount. And I'm going to take under 127 and a half. I think Northwestern kind of mucks it up and makes this game really ugly uh, over the course of 40 minutes. If Northwestern wins, they will likely match up with the two-seed UCLA, who's without their best defensive player in Jalen Clark. Could be an interesting matchup. We'll talk more about that if we get there. Uh, picks for the rest of the region. I'm going to take the two-seed UCLA over 15-seed UNC Asheville. Number th three-seed Gonzaga taking on 14-seed Grand Canyon. I'm going to take Gonzaga in that one. I'm going to take the four-seed UConn. Over 13 seed Iona. I'll take 12 seed VCU over 5 seed St. Mary's. Uh, I'll take 9 seed Illinois over 8 seed Arkansas. Uh, I will take 1 seed Kansas over 16 seed Howard. So that's how I see the rest of the region going on the first round. <coughs> Some other games taking place to, uh, today, uh, rather. Um, number nine, nine seed Auburn over eight seed Iowa. I like the matchup there. Um, the biggest comp for the SEC for Iowa is Missouri, and Auburn drummed Iowa by about 30 points uh, earlier this year. Could have won by 45 if they wanted to. Um, eight seed Maryland. I like them over nine seed West Virginia. I just love the experience of that Maryland team. Uh, Jameer Young, Julian Reese, I think that they're going to get it done in that matchup. 
Watch out for them against that Alabama team in uh, the second round. I'll take 12 seed Charleston over San Diego State. Um, that's going to be one of my 12-5 upsets. And then I will also take 12 seed Oral Roberts over 5 seed Duke. The ACC is really bad. Um, I think maybe we're overinflating how Duke got hot in that conference and won some games down the stretch. They got to lose at some point. And uh, Oral Roberts has Vanover that I think could be a challenge for them. Now I'll take seven seed Texas A&M over Penn State. A&M's a team that got underseeded drastically, and I think they're going to make a lot of noise in this tournament. That's probably going to do it for today's episode. We will uh, be back tomorrow to recap the uh, the game that, that's going to take place. And eventually we're going to talk about the pro day and um, NFL combine result, results for the Northwestern guys getting ready for the NFL draft. Um, that's coming up as well. Um, but, yeah, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. We really appreciate it. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. Uh, you can find us there and uh, wherever you're listening. Make sure you're subscribed and you turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, that's going to do it for today's episode. I'm your host, Carter Bird. You can follow me on social media at CarterBird13, and I'll see you all next time.